Welcome to the June 2023 episode of the Presale Pulse Trending Topic, a real estate show dedicated to the hottest intelligence in real estate in this very moment. Now, I'm Brittany Reimer, and I'm joined by none other than Susanna Gonzalez. Suze, hi. Nice to have you. The two of us. So what are we talking about today? Our very own Ryan and Cameron were recent guests of the Vancouver Real Estate Podcasts uh, with Matt and Adam Scalina. Yeah, always a great conversation there. Um, they went on the show last year and had some pretty bold, but also fairly precedent predictions. Yeah, and uh, I think it'd be interesting to reflect on some of those predictions from last year, how they shook out, um, and also lay out some new predictions for 2023. Let's get right into it. So one of the main discussion points last year was around pre-sale pricing. Yeah, and if you recall, that episode was filmed in May of 2022, right in the midst of the beginning of the market slowdown. There was a lot of fear at the time uh, about where values were heading and whether the coming months uh, was a good time to buy. Yeah, agreed, Susan. And in the middle of all of that confusion, though, we really held firm to the conviction that pre-sale pricing specifically could not swing too far to the other direction. The reality is that these developments have multi-year timelines, something we talk a, lo a lot about here, um, and certain costs that have been baked in for many, many years. Yeah, exactly. So those costs create a floor in pricing and developers willing to tolerate. We're intimately familiar with some of these costs and knew that developers would choose to hold off on project launches rather than sell at a loss. Uh, and that really played out. While we saw in the resale market some significant downward movement in prices, in the pre-sale world, we instead saw projects go on hold. Mm -hmm. And some of those projects are now really just coming to market as things are just starting to amp up for the spring market. And those developers are looking to capitalize in what feels like some momentum. Yeah. Now, we also said that for the projects that had already launched or that had no choice but to go forward due to other considerations, there would be significant opportunity for buyers in the form of aggressive incentives. Now, again, we saw this really play out. During the Lunar New Year, for example, we saw projects coming to market with incentives as high as $80,000 off. It's also been a great time to purchase due to the lack of competition and a great selection of inventory. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely rewarding to see some of those predictions that uh, were validated over the past year. So now why don't we write? Oh, yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. We're not competitive at all around your endeavor. Uh, so why don't we turn now to what we're looking at for the coming year, Suze? Yeah, now last year our forecast focused on what the coming slowdown would look like and how long it would last. This year, the conversation has really shifted to what the recovery might look like and when it might start. To that end, Suze, our in-house advisory team took a really deep dive into the numbers and the historical trends to see what past recoveries in our market have looked like. That's right, and they found two interesting takeaways. Firstly, that there's a very strong correlation between the number of months a market has spent in the correction phase and the number of months it spends in the recovery phase. The ratio is about 1.1. In other words, historically, if it took 10 months of straight declines to hit the bottom of the market, it took approximately 11 months to return to its former peak. Yeah, and applying that to our current cycle, um, this would imply that prices would return uh, to their 2022 peaks by the early start of 2024. Now, this is, of course, assuming that we've reached the bottom, which I don't know. That remains to be unseen. That is definitely up for debate. Now, the second major finding was that in the past 20 years, all major correction cycles, a dip of more than 10%, also saw subsequent major rebounds. That is, there has never been a major correction followed by an extended plateau. Prices in our market spring back and they spring back quickly and hard. 
Yeah, I'm reading between the lines here, Suze, and it really feels like the nature of our market to swing dramatically upwards following a downward cycle. So no surprises there. And in that sense, buyers really need to be wary of the time um, to be in market perfectly. Yeah, by the time prices begin to rebound, it may be too late. And that's why we're still of the opinion that today is still the best time to buy in the next five years. Last year, we were asked, why pull the trigger today if things are still uncertain? And the answer we gave to them remains the same today, Suze, because five years from now, it is not going to be any cheaper. It's going to be impossible to be cheaper based off what we know on land costs and costs that our development partners are incurring. Yeah, couldn't agree more. We've come to the end of another edition of the Presale Pulse trending topic. That's right. You're all caught up on some of the biggest intel around the hottest trends for the local real estate market. Don't forget to check out the links below for the full episode of Ryan and Cameron's appearance on the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this month and we'll see you next.